This is where the fun begins. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Can't lose! King Kong ain't got shit on me! Oh my god! Okay, it's happening! Everybody stay calm! What's the Everybody procedure, everyone? What's the procedure? Stay calm! Say my name. And here we go. Hey, what is up, guys? We are here to talk about Netflix Original Wednesday, directed by Tim Burton. Uh, and in case you guys don't know, it follows Wednesday Adams' years as a student when she attempts to master her emerging psychic ability, thwart and solve the mystery that embroiled her parents. And of course, if you don't know who Wednesday Adams is, she is one of the main characters in the Adams family uh, in the comics from the original TV series. And of course, the iconic '90s movies. And so we uh, went out of our way and uh, and saw a little reimagining uh, of these characters, of this character. Um, and uh, yeah, we're we're excited to to give you our thoughts. Uh, I guess uh, I don't know. I'm not sure where you guys want to want to start this discussion. I know Tim Burton is a particularly interesting, you know, person because uh, I have my my personal um opinions on him but of course uh where, where, where is tim burton like is tim burton been like one of your um like reigning filmmakers like is he somebody you, you followed before like are you familiar with his work um and then if so was that like um one of the motivating decisions for you to actually watch it outside of it being you know extremely popular hey, chris so for me i'm a big tim burton fan in general um I, I wouldn't say i'm just a blind follower obviously like i think obviously everyone has their their uh, their highs and their lows um mm -hmm. but i i think generally you, you could get me to sign up for a lot of things just based on him being involved i personally didn't even know that he was involved when i decided to watch this show like i, I was excited to watch it just because obviously growing up with adam's family being a part of just general <laughs> life and stuff that my parents watch and, and all that so um was excited and honestly i got something entirely different right? right like i feel like out of as far as like just purity of the story and what what it gave and we'll get into more of this later but i just feel like this for me at least was the best of any of the adams family stuff just as far as going into a deeper um a deeper th uh, storyline more than just the surface of this is weird. So we're going to be weird. Um, I mm -hmm. think there was just a lot of really cool story elements, ways that throughout the series, they sort of play with your emotions. Uh, the foils for Wednesday, um, the, the characters that really make you feel like um, kind of show you, <laughs> if this makes sense, they show you the, the place these different characters have in their society. And, mm -hmm. um, sort of play with those things as the the series goes on make you expect one thing and then another thing entirely happens a lot of red herrings as well um but to answer your question in short i think um the only reason I, it's not like i watched this just because tim burton was involved i sort of found out after um but it definitely added in my opinion to the story i i can't, can't really think of anyone else i would have rather um directed this personally so what do you think terry i actually agree with that um i so the 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 um 
there were uh two animated films that they just came out with over the last couple of years for the anime for the Adams family. And um I think I just I just watched both of those last summer actually. Um thought they were phenomenal. Uh so I grew up of course watching uh the the um um oh my goodness what was it the original show or uh um films that came out early uh it was like 80s or 90s or something like that uh, i remember seeing those on when i was a kid uh watched it uh sometimes but i wasn't into the adams family like that like you know just just being transparent i did watch a little bit of stuff growing up but i didn't really you know it wasn't like you know must see for me but seeing the uh animated films I uh got excited. Um actually I saw the first one, I think beginning of the pandemic. That's probably what it was. And then I rewatched that to watch the second one uh last summer. But um I heard that the the series is coming to Netflix, and so I was like, okay, I'm I'm looking forward to that. And then when I realized Tim Burton was attached to it, I knew off rip that it was gonna be phenomenal because um it was his element. So like Tim Burton to me, uh, like I can't say does like like you said, uh, 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 Chris. I don't follow him blindly, but where where he's really like his element when he's in his <laughs> in his wheelhouse, phenomenal project. It's it's um, I'm expecting a phenomenal project at least. So I was excited to see this because I saw his name was attached to it, and it was that dark whimsical just perfect blend of everything element that makes tim burton like jump for joy so i just i knew this was going to be phenomenal i knew it was going to be good or it should be i should say that was my expectation um and i loved it so i think it's important for me to ask this question to you matt in this way um, we forced you to watch this, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this came this came out of a big argument where uh, um, our our guy Matt was just airing out the block, just shooting every Tim Burton <laughs> supporter. And I'm like, well, this is relevant, right? This this has just dropped. We all watched this, so we might as well watch this. We were suggesting that you watch Night Before Christmas and this. Um, but I'm just curious, given that you were given this homework assignment, like truthful reaction. We we already said that we loved it. Please, if you hate it, don't lie. Just tell us how you feel about it. What did you like? What did you dislike? And why? And sort of what was your experience going? I mean, coming in, I feel like you were trying to be a contrarian. So like, did it win you over at all? Like, how how was that for you? So here here's my honest honest uh dot right. So when I heard the series was announced and that Tim Burton was attached, I was actually excited originally. And I say that because given his track record of very weird movies, I thought his tone can work with something like the Adams family. And so I say, you know what, if I watch this show, I will give it the benefit of the doubt. And then when Jenna Ortega was announced as the lead, I said, okay, that's interesting. 
Now, what made me not want to watch it was, you know, obviously people right away responded to it. Jenna Ortega is an upcoming star. Um, I think all the all the cast are obviously going to be on their way to to being in more movie or TV shows down the pipeline and stuff. But I kept seeing TikTok edit after TikTok edit. And I said, this weird, like, <laughs> shipping between characters thing, I, I can't. Like, I, I, I'm i sorry. Like, there are certain, like, uh, no, we're not doing that. It, no disrespect if you, of course, if you do TikTok edits on TV shows or stuff, but there are some that were like, okay, this is kind of weird. Like, these are literally characters who are literally, like, 16, 17, and you're doing that. It's kind of weird. I That, that made me not want to watch the show. But... After watching it, I I I I don't I don't despise it. I don't despise it. I don't despise it. I I will say that. But that's sort of like all my dots sort of leading to this. And obviously, I went on that Tim Burton rant, legendary rant that so, nobody's that was, privy to. Yeah, that was that yeah. was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Let's go on to repeat it. You know, we got, you know, another uh, few hours left. But yeah, no. I think uh, any context is worthy because you, honestly, yeah. like, and I hope this doesn't sound like me being pretentious, but I'm actually really surprised that you still have your reservations on it. So, like, what issues did you have, if any, and sort of what bothered you about it? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to boil it down, I was, I was trying to find a, like the word describe. I think Wednesday is a. Um, a cringy, high budget CW drama with slightly better acting. Wow. Yeah. That. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, bro. Um, they gonna drag you, bro. They gonna, <laughs> they gonna drag you, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I couldn't, I couldn't agree with that at all. At all. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and um obviously i don't want to you know take up the time for you guys so we can sort of um get into more of the story beats and stuff and then um uh then from there i'll sort of infuse you know little things that um you know support what i said but obviously all boys down to opinions um yeah and yeah. stuff like that um obviously i'm looking forward to whatever this, this discussion lead uh leads to um maybe it will, it will involve broken friendships at the end of it but we, we shall see we shall not see. over not over wednesday <laughs> yeah um well okay let me ask you this the portrayal of wednesday uh did you see the original adam's family uh matt yeah i, I saw like yeah, yeah yeah a while back but it's been years with but. with uh christina uh ricky did i say pronounce her name that's right yeah, as yeah. wednesday Who plays the teacher the plant teacher in this in the, in the show yeah right yeah 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 um what were your thoughts on the original um i mean they were fine they were they were fine as movies i think what i what i appreciated most was that i, I have a personal connection to them because my mom loves them okay. and like me and her really don't ever get a chance to like watch like movies like that because we're into totally different things. So it was a really cool like bonding experience for us. You know what I mean? Like to get a chance to sit okay. down with your parent and be able to like 
you know, I, I think it's pretty, pretty dope. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, that's why I really like appreciate like what is done in, in that regard. Like us getting to spend more time together and, and things. Um, but as movies, like they're fine. But in terms of like experiences of what is done for like me and my mom and stuff, it's yeah, I, I have a deep appreciation for them. You know. So, okay. Did did either one of you? <laughs> no, no, that's that's perfectly fine. <laughs> um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> either one of you, did you? How did you feel? Jenna Ortega's portrayal of Wednesday did compare it to Christina's. I thought it was really fresh. That one first? Yeah, I thought it was really fresh. I thought it built on a lot of things that weren't there. I think obviously mm-hmm. she's a little bit older here and the series is entirely about her. So in some ways it is kind of surface teenage angst in in some ways right like yeah and and it does kind of beat you over the head especially over the first couple of episodes just her uh defiance right um but i thought it was very i thought her performance was very consistent which is why i really liked it and i thought the moments where um the sort of emotion came out even when like she didn't mean to like i feel like she's very guarded about her emotions the character not the actor um Mm. so when her emotions did come out even when they weren't supposed to um i thought she did a very good job of like reining that in in the way that wednesday would if that makes sense which i which i really appreciate about the performance like i thought it was very true and also very consistent um and and i think that's what's so charming about it right like it's hard to it's hard to be consistent like that through good and bad right um right but yeah i i I think it's a it's a more mature right that that's the main difference it's a more mature and it's more centered on her uh so Mm -hmm. early on i can see how it gets a little tired just because i mean not not everyone i don't think anyone has that outlook on life in general right like just everything is shitty and it's going to continue to be shitty um so it's it's contrary to what is normal right but as far as like portraying that character and doing it well um i thought this was 10 out of 10 like i i, I think it's a, it's a no-brainer that they brought back for season two um just because off of her performance alone like you can you can sort of not even be involved in nevermore season two and it'll be fine because of how exactly her, her character has developed um which i don't think they'll do it that way but um i, I just think it says a lot about the performance yeah, no, I I agree with that. I I actually, because I was thinking about this too. Um, like as I was watching it, she got more time with the character than Christina did. Um, which allows you to to portray more and show more with the character. Uh, this is my introduction to Jenna Ortega. I've never seen anything with her before. Um, so I had no expectations of her personally. Um, I, I, I think she did a phenomenal, I think she did better than Christina, to be honest, as a character, you know, I think I, I was, I was watching, I was like, this is hard to, this is hard to beat, right? Like she didn't, she like, she didn't break in terms of emotions at all through the series until the the very end where you started to see a little glimmer of of uh 
the chinks. Ch and even then, yeah, it like wasn't change. even full breaks, right? Like, it, it wasn't, wasn't full, full break. Either, yeah. Nah, but you could see that there was a there was a little a slight evolution of possibility of maybe trying to connect, right? And it it it's like that wall is still there, but it's it's like maybe she's kind of like okay with putting a door, a small door in that wall to allow you know someone to come in or out um i thought this was phenomenal i don't i don't know um i i i, I will say i thought i found it strange that she had powers at first because that's not something that i've ever known uh mm -hmm. for the for the character to have um uh, with uh with being able to what well, was going to uh, see in the past and stuff like that but seeing the future yeah. i Stop thinking about it. I turn my brain off in terms of trying to break this down and 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 always trying to um, uh, critique or analyze the character, and I just went with it. And it, it I don't know. I, I think I think they did a phenomenal job with uh, casting for all characters in this movie in this show. Uh, the uh, principal. Um, I forgot her name. I forgot her name. Gwendolyn uh, Christie. Yes. Gwendolyn Christie from uh, yes. Game of Thrones. Yes, I was sitting here watching her for like two episodes, bro. I was like, "Why do I know her?" Like, it was really, it was really pissing me off because I'm like, "There's no way." Like, I know that face, and I just didn't want to, you know, look in the you know imdb i was just i was my favorite part once again about this whole series is the foil aspect enix character is fucking phenomenal even though she's so annoying to me like yes um, i love what she brings to the table just being the exact opposite of wednesday and trying to bring her sort of into her world and mm -hmm. successfully i would say like over the uh, over the series um without enid's impact on an Wednesday, I don't feel like she comes to make many of the decisions she does in the last sort of two episodes. And I right. think that that tells a lot because from the beginning, even as an audience, you don't want to be on Enid's side, right? Even though right. you would think um, you would side with that sort of character over the character that Wednesday is. Um, mm -hmm. That that's why I really love their dynamic, especially when they had the little breakup and all that stuff, and and it gave Wednesday the opportunity to just be to double down and be even more of an ass in a way. Um, but just the visual component of their sort of relationship, the half and half, the room being separate, the color colored side of the window versus the non-colored side, um, mm -hmm. I think they were perfect perfect foil, which. Um, once again, that's not something we saw in previous iterations of the Adams family in that way. So uh was a big fan of her character and what it brought to the character development. And then just the red herrings, right? Like the the sergeant I thought was a, another awesome casting move. I thought yes. he he was so tired, right? Like that, that's that's the best word <laughs> yeah. to describe him. This man was fed. Like he he yeah. he knew something was going on, and then I mean, obviously, probably devastated when he finds out, right, that his son is involved in all this, uh, willingly or non-willingly. Um, I just think there was so many so many parts of this where I was invested and I had thoughts on what the truth was, and I was just mm -hmm. so wrong. And it's very and it's very yeah. rare for that to happen to me. Yeah. Like, most of the time, if I'm if I'm like 
this is going to happen. Like that, that's generally how things turn out. Not trying to give myself too much credit, but the red yeah. herrings in this were really dope. Just, I mean, with the whole uh, crack burn thing and the fact that he's still a relevant character in this like world, um, which is separate from the Adams family world, right? Like this is a right. part of the, the, the town and the area. Um, and then obviously her love interest during the show being the actual um, main antagonist the entire time, kind of a mind fuck. Certain things don't really make sense, right? Like how do you slash you slash yourself on the chest, right? Like, um, yeah. I, I guess it, it makes sense when you want to just accept it. Um, yeah. But that was something that I would have never guessed, right? Like when watching or, or just experiencing it. So those decisions, I could see why people would get annoyed by that. Like, ah, oh, like you just have to give us the one thing that doesn't make sense, right? Like, <laughs> but at the same time, I think that was a really fun a aspect of it for me and, and maybe really like mind blown at the end, which is um, not what I expected, right? Uh, mm -hmm. So I, I think just the, the consistency of it. And once again, Jenna Ortega's just <laughs> snooty nature throughout the entirety of it. Um, I was just fully invested and like really wanted everything to turn out right. And obviously mm -hmm. things turn out, it's not even like any, everything turns out right. And you get like a happy ending, so to speak, but you, mm -hmm. you get an answer, which is something that yeah. we didn't have. Um, but I would say my, the main sort of thing that I took issue with, and I know that people who are hardcore, like Adam's family fans will disagree with me. Um, but I think the entire segment with her uncle, like, I understand why he was there. Um, but I think it gave, like, it, it gave a, a different feel to the series that I thought they did such a good job sort of grounding us in the reality of this place and this sort of scene that having that chapter where now this is the only person who is still there for her. I get why mm -hmm. it was needed, but I feel like that sort of took took the entire side. And there's room to dis discover and explore things that I feel like were left behind. Like, for example, that fencing um, scene in the beginning where she sort of establishes herself as Joy's rival, right? Like, I feel like that mm -hmm. aspect, it develops because of the relationship and all that, but not because of, like, that scene, which I think they could still add to certain certain parts of that for season two so i i think they set themselves up for a franchise here i think this is this was money so i'm interested to hear uh why you will you feel like it's okay and the fact that the cw drama that's just disrespectful bro that's just that is man that is this is not gossip it's, it's girl. way too well done <laughs> being considered a CW. like the themes i yeah. get it right this yeah. the themes i get it but as far as the execution not nah bro yeah i think my biggest issue is just, um, weirdly enough, I'm trying to find the best way to describe it, but I feel like this series moves too fast, and I think it's best to simplify, and I think, I want to say, like, there are a lot of scenes that don't, like, that just don't make any sense, like, any sense, and here's an explanation, like, here, I'm trying to think of, like, a concrete example. Um, so give me, give me a minute. Cause I don't want to like, you know, make a criticism and then not back it up. But like, I want to say it's like episode four or five or whatever. Like there are scenes where like characters like detest each other. And then in the very next scene, they're talking as if nothing happened. There's a lot of that in that show. 
where it's just like exting happens, exting gets resolved off camera, and then immediately cuts away just to make sure that they're getting the series along uh, to the to the main plot line, which is the murder mystery. You, you know what I mean? There's a lot of that in that show, and I have to like go back and like you know give give exa- They're like. Yeah, like I know for a fact there are examples of that. I just can't like. Do you mean like with the suspects? Like, no, it's I'm trying to think of like uh, you know. So like, kind of, but it's like I don't know. Like there's just a lot of episodes where like scenes would just like move into the next like real quickly, like it didn't feel like natural at all. And can it just I, felt can like I offer? They were, like, it felt like. Can I offer a suggestion you know as to why mean? it may have been? Yeah. I think that might have been because they're rushing against time, like to solve this mystery of who this beast is, right? Because the entire from the from the jump, well, at least from the first episode at the end, toward the end of the episode, you're trying to figure out like what this monster is, right? And not only what it is, where it's coming from. Uh, 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 and then possibly who it is, and I'm not sure who you guys thought was the monster. I thought it was the principal the entire time. Me too. Yeah, you did too. too. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did, what about you, Matt? Oh, I, I knew it was the uh, the love interest from the beginning. But how? I explain. explain how? What? There's no way. Yeah, I thought it was. No, I thought it was painfully obvious. From the beginning, and that was actually like my main issue was that like the story was like very predictable. The only thing I didn't get was um the wow I, f- I forget her name, but you know how Thornhill was revealed to be that other person who like was manipulating uh the hive or whatever. I didn't that I didn't guess, but I was like shock like shocker. You know what I mean? It was one of those things. Was like oh really? like wow what is so like you know it was you know what I mean like it wasn't like. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I'm mind blown. Like, really, it can't be you. I was like, okay, well, I should have picked up on that. The reason why I thought it was that was because every single time a show introduces a love interest, that just so happens to be to be perfect, right? To the main character, that just so happens to have a rough home life. You're telling me right now that isn't telltale signs that they're more than likely going to be the very person the main character has to go against. No, because they, I, I think they did exactly what Chris said, which was throw so many red herrings out. Because I could have made a case for the principal. I could have made a case for uh, what's the kid's name that actually got locked up? Um, yeah, the one that was drawing all the crazy. Yeah, um, Xavier. Xavier. Um, that was Xavier blatantly Thor. obvious, though. Otherwise, yeah. Uh, yeah. I could have made a, I could have made a case uh, for Bianca as well um or one of the people that were a part of the um the uh secret society like it there were so many people that i think had a reason to be the hide that i didn't even see uh the love interest i didn't see him i took him for at face value and i think that's honestly my my when when you're able to get me to actually buy into the main like to to character storylines and see the story from their perspective you've gotten me hooked you've got me hooked so 
I actually thought like Wednesday did that Tyler was this guy that you could trust that um that you could uh that you, you wanted to see see her uh uh be with right um it was all this stuff that that was just there that made me buy into it that I got so caught up in that aspect of it I didn't see him I I I, I honestly didn't see him so I was shocked when when they when they revealed that he was he was the uh, the hide because th- that was to me that was phenomenal. And even then, to me, it felt like yeah, felt like that wasn't his choice, right? Like I feel like that it wasn't, wasn't yeah yeah like I don't think he was manipulating her as her love interest. I feel yeah. like in a lot of ways he was a passenger in this in a way that um, even he didn't necessarily want or understand, right? Like that that's why I'm so like. I feel like at this point you just watch so many like bugged out shit that like once you've already plugged into the <laughs> matrix, like you, you're kind of, you're, you're waiting for everything to show itself already. So yeah. that's crazy. I would have never, the fact that you, you guessed that at the beginning is crazy to me. Yeah. I, I'm yeah. very intrigued by that. Yeah. Cause like I, I knew there was like a murder mystery or whatever and that there's a monster in the show, but like I said, I, that, that had no preconceived knowledge of what was going on. I saw a bunch of like weird, like I said, I saw a bunch of weird like ship edits between characters in the show on TikTok. So that was pretty much like mm-hmm. the only scenes I saw, but they weren't even like pertaining to the mystery. They were just obviously more character driven scenes. You know what I mean? Just to, you know, um, have a bit of like breathing room and stuff. But I, I, for me, I thought it was obvious and that's what ruined the show for me because I was just waiting for me to possibly be right. And if they drew me off completely, I would have given the show a ton of credit. But like I said, I mean, it's like there's only so many options. The principal was blatantly obvious. Otherwise, it'd just be a waste of eight, oh, eight episodes. And if it was the principal, for example, then it wouldn't really been a very compelling mystery. If you know, you know what I mean. And that's the unfortunate part. I just don't think the series mm-hmm. does a very good job at really like um, giving us like, so, like giving us like, I don't know, like. De- like definite like that's what I'm looking for like definitive like suspects like suspects you know for a fact are like is is the hide you, you know what I mean mm-hmm. and I don't like know that, man like, Xavier was was too was too obvious too because you're like what like I was looking at it, I was like okay it's not him I knew right out of the game when they showed obviously when Wednesday's walking into his shack and they saw you know all the individual, you know, like paintings and stuff. I said, okay, then it's not him, you know. I, I was just like, okay, then what am I really, you know? That that's just me, you know. Um, like you know, that that that's that's really what my main gripe with the show is. I mean, it, my main gripe with the show is it, it's the plot, you know, and it's just you know, if I, I pretty much knew right out of the gate who the who the main suspect was going to be, and then you know. I was kind of hoping there'd be like interesting twists and turns along the way, which they were trying to do. They obviously had the shapeshifter when you saw the yearbook. You remember, if you remember, the principal tore out the page of the yearbook, and then obviously I think she like pretended to be Marilyn Monroe. Um, again, Xavier with that Ajax. I mean, it, it. I thought it was clear it couldn't be him, just given the fact that he obviously has um, snakes that can stone him. You know, Enid. 
Definitely not. I mean, they obviously were exploring the fact that she didn't turn into a werewolf. I figured that played a role in the finale, which it did. It's just the series just has a bunch of, like, predictable tropes that I just didn't find compelling. And again, it's something that you would find in a CW show. That's why I said it feels like a high-budgeted CW show. Because in a lot of ways, it just follows a similar structure to those kinds of shows. You know? And if you like this show, and you guys love this show, I respect your opinion so heartily and, and everything. And like I said, I'm not trying to, like, act like I, I could have done, you know, this show any better or anything like that. But... You know, that's um, that's sort of where where I stand on it. But so yeah, so 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 did this change your mind about Tim Burton though? Because I think that was our that was our uh, original stance <laughs> uh, with this whole thing. Did did Wednesday help you change your mind for better or worse about Tim Burton? Um, I mean, like, so. For context, I think it's best I give like context of what our what I, I turned around argument. It's not like we were like screaming at each other, but mm-hmm. our like whole debate was like, um, I think at one point I said that Tim Burton has never made a good movie, mm-hmm. um, which is a bold claim to make, um, but this show doesn't really like reaffirm much of anything because I don't even think did he write anything on this show. Was he a main writer? Because if he, he wasn't, was then... Because I know he's a producer, um, and I know obviously producers have some influence on, on on the product, but I don't want to call it like a full-fledged Tim Burton project knowing that other writers worked on the show for him and then use his show as an excuse, you know, to, to hate on him. You know what I mean? Well, for TV shows, that's usually um, how it goes, though, right? Like, usually it's pilot and... and there's a couple episodes that aren't even directed by him, but right. you sort of set right. the the scene. Like for example, the 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 director for Breaking Bad gets all the credit. He only directed like a third of those. Um, yeah, a third of those episodes. So, yeah, um, the thematic aspect of it and sort of cre- creating the world more so than like the writing and the story um, aspects of it uh, is where I would say he would shine through. So like I'm. I'm and so once again, I'm not trying to be a stan here, right? Like I, it's already clear mm-hmm. that we like these movies, right? I'm not trying to co- yeah, convince yeah. you, uh, like we're right and you're wrong. But at the end of the day, I just feel like, a, I'm just, even with the boyfriend side of things, I'm just really shocked that a, you would, you would know, and then b, that you would feel vindicated, like I already knew, because in a way, it's still not even him. Like, even though it was him, right, right, he's not the driving, like, his motivations weren't to thwart her. His motivations were not specifically sort of tied to her. It was sort of him being orchestrated to do these things, right? Well, so, like, yeah. the evil force isn't even the person that you thought it was, like, in a way. So, it's mm-hmm. like, even though they're the Yeah, so the, I'm still technically wrong. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I didn't... So, let me correct myself. I... I didn't think he was the monster. I I, I simplified it because it was it was easier than doing like a weird technical like te- technically technically thing. I figured mm-hmm. he was connected to the monster in some in some way. I'll leave it like that. So that's why my reaction was, oh, I already knew because he was already like up here. You, you know what I mean? So as I just want to, you know what I mean? So I shouldn't predict the whole like I knew he was a monster because that's that's. That's untrue. I just knew he was at the very least connected to it in some capacity, 
And so when they revealed that he was the monster in, uh, himself, that's my reaction was, oh, I already knew. It didn't shock me. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh my gosh, like what? Like I never, I never guessed that when that was my initial suspicions from the beginning episode. So I just figured I'd clarify that. Um, Cause I didn't predict that he was a monster in and of itself. I just figured that he was connected to it. So that's the technicality thing. I just figured I'd simplify it, but sorry if that was, it caused any confusion and stuff. No, and I'm not trying to be a hater for you being right. Like at the end of the day, that that is some shit to brag about. Like the fact that you instinctually had that idea it's just for me as someone that I don't think I was trying to get duped, right? Like I wasn't trying to. Yeah. I, I felt like it was a genuine moment of like, oh shit for me. Uh, so the fact that it didn't come across that way for you is shocking to me. But as far as like visually, thematically being a part of this world, I feel like this was the most Adams family thing out of all of them. Like I think out of all, and, yeah. I, and that's crazy to even think about. Because this is so removed from the family, right? Like, this is only mm-hmm. Wednesday's life in school and exploring this side of it. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I thought this felt the most at home than those other projects, even. Um, and I, I think it helps, too, um, given that you, the, the backdrop is Nevermore and being in this, in this place that's magical and whimsical and all this stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Being able to play with those things, I, I thought that all of that came across phenomenal. So I'm just curious how you felt about those things first visually and then like thematically, like how it fit into the story and whether or not it was out of place. Oh, was that, did you want me to answer that? Yeah. Okay. So here are my actual positive for the show. I think that what you described, I I really like uh, the world they were building with Nevermore Academy. I think I really like the idea that there are sort of different posses around the school. I know you have your vampires, you have your werewolves, um and everything like that it definitely embraces the the cheesiness in the show uh the, the cheesiness that that comes with the adams family um and it's it's done you know mostly very well um I, and i also think that like um having somebody and this uh, having somebody like tim burton who is obviously known for directing like i said more um it gets weird projects and stuff. Um, you could definitely tell that his influence shined throughout the project in a lot of ways. But I also think that was really mm-hmm. well done in terms of how they, you know, presented things. Um, you know, and then I guess with that, you have to talk about the actors. I think Jenna Ortega was fantastic in the series. Um, there were a lot of individual moments that I just found hilarious. I think her line delivery, like there's one uh line she gave where um character says to her like you know you have like attempted murder on your record or you're gonna have attempted murder on your record and then she goes with um he's like yeah that's a problem because that means i didn't get the job done or, or something to that effect mm-hmm. and i was like that that was like the, the perfect line delivery you know so yeah I, I like i said i really like the world they were building and stuff pretty dope yeah i will say yeah no i agree i think um i think this is a perfect foundation um just in case anybody's curious, Tim Burton directed four episodes, but executive produced on all eight. Um, so I think, but yeah, I I I think the show was phenomenal. I, I'm I'm just looking forward to the next season. Honestly, I think it's going to be very interesting 
uh, for ha uh, Halloween next uh, this next uh, year um, because um, I think that's going to be you're going to see a, a influx of costumes. <laughs> I oh, think for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think there's different characters that we can that they can build off of. Um, I think I'm even just, just the school aspect of it, like you could do yeah an entire season just on only being rooted in the school with no other killer or outside influence and i think you could have a really dope story like i think just exploring that and her her sort of character development throughout it like i think that that could be phenomenal in itself so there's so many yeah. different ways they can go with it um that i'm excited for I, I would say the only thing that i i still don't know how to feel about is like just the way that okay I'm a big fan of the normie versus um what are they what are they called? Like outcast. Outcast something like right? that. Yeah. The normie versus outcast theme and like how the the town the surrounding town sort of has this like ongoing beef. Like I feel like that's a, a theme that can be explored much more. And in my opinion, I think could have been sort of the main driving factor behind the hide. Like, I feel like that mm -hmm. could have been another cool red herring if you made it out to be, well, maybe this is somebody trying to frame Nevermore, right? To put them in a bad light yeah. or something like that. So that was that was kind of the vibe I got from it. And the fact that it wasn't that way sort of made me think like, um, we just, just kind of made the normies look bad, right? With characters like Lucas right. that were just shitheads and came and ruined the, the prom night or whatever. Uh, which I would say, and, and hot take me right here, but I, I think that's one of the most iconic scenes from uh, film and television across this entire last year. Like just to, mm -hmm. that prom scene, mm -hmm. the way it played out, the dance, obviously, like that became a big, one, speaking of TikToks, uh, a big trend of people <laughs> just recreating that. Um, and I've seen ones with even like, how, how do you have like a fucking nine-year-old like do, doing that same thing? It's kind of bugged out, but... I just think really dope sort of setting the world, but I think there's so much more that needs to be explored just between like that surrounding town and Evermore. And then on top of that, just like the lore of that in general, like the whole thing with the therapist as well. Like I, I, I don't still don't know how to feel about that either. Like the fact that she, she died the way she did and the way all of that <laughs> played out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think there are some things where I didn't get the answers that I would have liked or, Things didn't go out the way that I wanted them to, so to speak. Um, but I, I, I'm really excited for season two. I think that they, they, you could go so many different ways. So I'll be really surprised if it's uh, worse. Like usually in situations like this, you kind of get set up for a letdown. I feel like if I mm -hmm. let down here, man, like, yeah, yeah, I really dropped the ball somewhere because this this felt like a, a real home run. Oh, yeah, I completely agree with that. But I know who's not watching season two. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, think, Matt. Um, and that's another thing too. Like the themes you present, I think the themes themselves, like can it can work. It's just the execution is not there. Like the whole normies versus outcast is is also something like it is. And that was another like in taking of red herring. That was another thing too. Is like in the back of my mind, I'm going. If they do go with the love interest, you know, being uh, being connected to the hide, right? That'd be really ironic, because you know, it's obviously this this ongoing tension 
right? And the normies wouldn't ever consider their own to be the very thing they despise. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and so that worked from a thematic from a thematic standpoint. Um, it's just again like it's it's just a lot of like weird teenage angst things that that happens, which is understandable because again the, these characters are also teenagers. You know they're mm-hmm. obviously going to be, I guess, exploring themselves romantically. You obviously see Ajax and Ian's relationship open up, which um, I don't. I really felt I didn't feel like they had much chemistry, and I only say that because we really didn't see much on-screen time with them. I feel like mm-hmm. a lot of their feelings were just done before the events of Wednesday, and it was kind of just, you know, I like you, and then you know, I mean, it, I felt like we were being caught up to speed. But you can make an argument that because Wednesday is being introduced in Evermore, we're getting caught up to speed with how the school works. So, I'll, I'll, you know what I mean? So that's another thing, right? But, um, I don't know. I mean, any any question? I'm trying to think of, like, do you guys have any, like, uh, other points to address? Like, any questions? Because um, I'm trying to think of, like, what else um, I can say, but... Um, no. Not sure. No, I would say... <laughs> Honestly, I don't I don't even feel like this is a Adams family thing, right? This is this is a Wednesday Adams thing, right? Yeah. And I think that yeah. makes it yeah. I, I think for season two, that's another way they could go, sort of exploring that side of things and how this is all connected. Um, which I think could really bring home a lot of unanswered questions as well. Um, because I like I mentioned before, I just really felt like that whole part with Uncle Fest just made it seem so weird and made the Adams family look bad in a way. Like it kind of was mm-hmm. like, all right, we're just we're just sort of going along with this now, right? Like that's that's kind of how it felt. So I hope they don't go into that same pattern with the next one. Um, I guess a question that I have for for both of y'all is like, as far as the sirens, right, with uh, Bianca and all of them, like. I thought that was going to be the main antagonist force mm-hmm. or like how that happened. So like, do you have any bold predictions on that family? Not even the main, not even Bianca, her fan, like the original like cults that is alluded to multiple times, like whether or not that is going to be more involved than the show made it out to be. Cause they spoke about it multiple times, but it never really came to fruition in that way. Um, so I, I think that might be another big one for season two. We'll see. But what did you guys think of that in general? Like this, her showing up and her becoming basically her, um, her rival off rip and sort of using her as a way to gain respect. Um, but then moving forward, you see how like in the inverse now where they, they, they were each other's biggest, um, antagonist. And then, the next thing you know now, the love interest that's going after Wednesday was once with her. And now they sort of come to respect each other through others' interactions, like not even interactions between each other, but um, the way things play out uh, around them, if that makes sense. So in general, what are your thoughts on that character and how it was explored or the lack thereof? I actually think that um I mean we 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 need to see uh uh Bianca's family, right? Like mm-hmm. we need to see what is taking place and why she is pushing away. Um I think it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that family. Um because obviously 
you know, I believe her mom went to that school too, right? Mm-hmm. So well. father as well. So there has to be some type of uh, uh, interaction with her and uh, uh, the Adams family anyway. So I think there's going to be some type of uh, uh, hate that's that's involved with that. And um, maybe, I mean, you can see that Bianca started liking Wednesday toward the end of the series. Um, maybe that's something that's going to be utilized to drive the next season where there's a possible friendship, but then there's allegiance to family where now they're both pitted against each other again. Um, maybe we'll see something like that. Uh, I don't really have any other ideas or thoughts on, on their story plot though. Yeah. What about, what about you, Matt? Yeah, I think, um, I, I like, I'm super happy. Um, you mentioned that Chris, because Another, this is of the big of another grab ahead, is that Bianca's powers are to, are done inconsistently. So if you recall, there was a conversation, um, Bianca and Xavier had at the prom, um, because because he had requested her to use her powers on him to forget about Wednesday, um, as I think he like basically felt very jealous about. Wednesday was dancing uh, uh, with her with her boyfriend. Apparently, the boyfriend had done something to Xavier and his friends uh, years prior to that, etc. And then later on, Bianca uses her powers um, on I forget the boyfriend's name, but uh, like on the boyfriend, and tell her to go to sleep. Why wouldn't you tell Bianca to use your powers to tell the truth? If Bianca's powers is do whatever I tell you to do, why won't you just say, tell us who you are? Why would you put him to sleep and to torture him? Well, I don't, I didn't take it as she was being, I didn't take it as she could be uh, uh, used in that sense of like, you tell us X, Y, Z, and then she just automatically tells you. I took it as, she he couldn't trust her because of the fact that she was utilizing her powers in certain in certain scenarios that he couldn't he didn't know if she was like not using them or if she had used them on him or not. So I I I didn't take it that way. I didn't take it that way. So that, that's why I didn't see it as a plot as a plot hole. Yeah. Well, the reason I say that was because like to go over like oh let me just. Yeah, Siren. As a Siren, Bianca has the ability to. Let me just make sure. Has the ability to use her voice to manipulate the feelings, thoughts, and actions of others. Whenever this ability is used, it appears as a uh, magnetic sound waves. So if the action is tell me what I want to know, which is tell me the truth, then the person in question uh, should be able to do it. Um. So pretty much just like so basically that finale just extended for another fifty minutes when they couldn't have gotten the answer they needed. And then just record have a like a recording of the boyfriend saying the truth. You know what I, you know what I mean? But he okay. was never on trial so in that I, way, if I'm not mistaken, yeah. right? Like it was it was Xavier that was the focus, not him. Yeah. I'm not tripping about that. 
No, you remember when like he was uh he was like in a like basically Wednesday told the boyfriend to meet up. They went inside the shack. They had like five people group around him. Bianca went up, uh, used her uh, siren abilities, and then said like go to sleep or whatever. And then he wakes up tied in a chair, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And then they're basically like like interrogating him. Mm-hmm. That's the scene I'm talking about because Xavier was already arrested in the prior episode after evidence was planted on him. So Xavier mm-hmm. was out of the picture at that point. And then that obviously that same episode and stuff. So I guess what I'm trying to like like I said what I'm trying to get at is that like if Bianca had to just use her powers in that way, which is say tell me the truth, tell us who you really are, then the finale would have never had to extend for another fifty minutes. Well, she wasn't and, in charge. Like, the, 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 you know what I mean, she wasn't in charge. Wednesday was in charge. So right, but when so what I'm trying to get at is that Wednesday should have told Bianca, tell him to tell us the truth. Even then, though, like, I don't think his version of the truth would have been the answer they were looking for. Like, yeah. even though he is that monster, I don't think he has those intentions, so to speak, or is the mastermind behind the reason why she needs to be gone. So the answers that they were looking for wasn't necessarily like he could have. It could have been like, yeah, well, you guys got me. I am the siren. But what would that have done for the story? Like, I understand the the logistical aspect of saying your powers is fake and that bothered me. But like for the story, like, I don't think that would have necessarily made the, the reveal better or like made, gave us the same satisfaction, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. Well, so that's, so I know why they didn't do that, but yeah, yeah. So I'm I'm not, I'm not trying to like, like I said, I'm not trying to be that guy and like literally like dissect like that scene. It was just like, get given the way, I perceived their powers and everything. Um, and obviously, like, what I read before, it is, like, a whole biography thing. Like, her powers can be used in that fashion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's a valid point, right? Like, would, would he actually be telling the real truth? But then, at the same time, his truth could have just been that, oh, Dornahill is manipulating me or whatever. I'm the hide, but... I'm not really the the high. Like I'm not going out of my way to kill people because that, that's out of my control. Uh, Thornhill is actually controlling me. Well, her her so powers that, 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 that's not bothering me. You know, but her powers were more so set to manipulate emotion, not not like a truth serum. So I think that I think it's it's hard to say like tell me the truth, tell me you if you're the hide or not. Um for her to be able to do that and then him, you know, just be like, I I am, you know, XYZ. I think it I don't think her powers were geared toward that. I think her powers were geared toward more like manipulation. Um and subtle manipulation too. And like subtle, not like yeah. Over the head, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so to make people do what she wanted, not say certain things, but actions. I don't, I don't think that, um, I don't think that she would have been able to, to do that. I, 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 unless, unless your argument is, why didn't she say transform into the hide? Um. Which I don't even know if that's possible because I don't know if he was turning into the hide based off of something that Thornhill was giving him. 
uh, uh, plant-wise or if there was literally just something that she was able to, to, I guess, tweak to make him become the hide it, it, itself. So I don't, I don't even know. I think to me, it's like almost like a, like a slippery slope because I don't, I don't think that, I don't think anything that, that uh, Bianca would have been able to do would have been able to turn him into the hide. I think it was more so like be able to figure out how to trigger what it was. And I think that that's what Wednesday's purpose was in that, in that moment and why, you know, she was willing to to do it on her own. Everybody backed out because it looked like it was becoming more of a, tur- a torture uh, thing than uh, than just hey, yeah, like you let us know what's going on, like which I think their intentions were to just scare him, not to not to uh, uh, go to the ends of the earth in terms of getting this thing to to to, to come about. Wednesday was ready to go down. She she was she was wet. She was ready to die for this. And like I think but that's she was the gonna, reason why. Right? She it was going sense. to. Yeah, it makes sense yeah. why she was so invested in that way. And I thought that was another cool part about it too. Is like this is so this is so dire for everyone because she's involved and because other people are getting killed. Right. So that's yeah. why it's so important. But that became a theme too. Like in the last couple of episodes, like why are you so obsessed with this? Like you need to stop obsessing about this but how mm-hmm. could you not right like if you were in that position right like i could see exactly why she did what she did exactly and and but you're also and talking I think about that's a teenager it's hard to do exactly that's something hard really hard to pull off with teenage characters like yeah the motivation is there right and it all makes yeah. sense but yeah. as a teenager is that still what you would pursue and it turns out for wednesday it is but not you can't say every character in the show you would well, agree it would have went the same way well, like think if it back was to Enid, being a... right? If Enid was the person that was the the star in this story, right? If she was the mm-hmm. one on those photos, etc., I don't think she would have been as bullish as Wednesday was. Like, I think that was intrinsic to her in a way. But what were you going to say? Well, Eric? well, think about back to when being a teenager yourself, right? Like, and for me, that was years ago. But like, think back to being a teenager and trying to prove your point, right? Everybody's against Wednesday. Everybody is like, it's like, you're insane. Stop, stop doing this because you don't know what you're doing. But she has a point to prove, right? And like, like, I think it's also that, like being a teenager trying to prove your point. I'm not wrong. You guys are just, you guys are wrong because you're looking at it uh, the wrong way. I'm I'm right and I have to prove why I'm right. And I think that, that 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 desire to to prove that simple little point was a driving force behind why she was ready to why she was ready to give her life for it, right? It's like it's it's pride. It's it's pride. There's a little bit and of pride that's involved. The, the detective story as well. Like the fact yeah, that she was yeah. writing that and that was a part of the story before her life was ever in danger. Right. Like, it already clues you onto the fact that she would be that kind of person. Right. So it's oh. all on brand in that way. What if season two goes into her book where we follow her detective story? That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Because Xavier can bring that to life. Happen, but yeah. Nah, but Xavier could bring that to life, right? Like if if there are pictures that are drawn. 
for it or something like that mm. and he starts bringing them like it's it's something that could happen you know i'm i'm i was looking at the adams family from a realistic perspective it was it was more realism for me which outside of outside of thing you, you technically could say that everything is more so based on in, in real life like no one has any powers or anything caveats. like that. Yeah, with some caveats, <laughs> but for the most part, everything is pretty much cut and dry, uh, cut and dry. But the fact that that this goes into the supernatural element and allows you to have powers or uh, do different things from multiple characters, I think that opens up so many pathways to uh, for storytelling. Like you said, we could really stay in a Nevermore Academy and nothing, it, you know, it wouldn't it wouldn't miss a beat, right? But the fact that they ha- they have powers that we can bring certain things and certain elements to life, I, it's possible. It's possible. Now, one more, just because I know this is already getting tired for you, Matt. I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> I, mean, I, I, I appreciate you guys for sharing your opinions because it actually helped. Is it helping me like? reshape my perspective on the show you know what i mean and if i ever revisit it again you know i want to go in with a more open mind and be and try to be like more receptive to it the second time around because usually when you when you have a strong opinion on something you've watched for the first time you know it's hard to sort of detach yourself from that Mm -hmm. um and so i appreciate you guys obviously giving your your insights and and us for having discussion so you go right ahead yeah yeah. so the the next uh, question no you're fine so the next question i had was sort of well, I think entirely season two is going to be based on figuring out her powers, right? And having control over right. her powers. Because her, because I, I found it funny that you even mentioned it as a power, because I didn't really think about it that way. Like, there's nothing su- superhuman about this shit that's happening to her. There's nothing... Yeah. Um, although, I mean, you could argue some of those visions did point her in the right direction, right? But mm-hmm. there's nothing that she is doing that's making these things happen necessarily it's more so mm-hmm. like these things these catalysts to these visions are are mm-hmm. taking her on these journeys that she d- does not know whether they're real or not or rather whether it's the right thing to explore and that's something that her mother even said to her outright like when she found out she was getting these uh visions like you need to be careful on like how, how you interpret them basically because they might not always right. be telling you the truth the way you need to understand it. And I mm-hmm. think the fact that she has zero control over this is just something that is a part of her life that's thrust upon her, basically, where these things mm-hmm. happen. And then it's up to her to figure out why or if it's relevant. Um, I think that'll be another big theme in in season two. In what way? I'm not sure. Um, but I think her having a way to sort of conjure up these visions or to have a way of exploring these visions in a more controlled manner i feel like mm-hmm. can can lead to an almost like character depression so to speak right where mm-hmm. she's doing things that she wouldn't have done before because now she's so invested in figuring this part of her life out yeah. um so i'm interested to see how that plays out but what do you think both of y'all about like the way they used her power and like what those things meant to the story and like how, how they pushed them forward. Yeah, I mean I I um, thought it was utilized perfectly. 
timing wise because they didn't it didn't it didn't it wasn't overpowering you know like no pun intended but i i thought that it was actually i thought the 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 portrayal of her visions it was like one maybe two an episode but it was so far and few between it didn't feel like we were seeing too much of it and i i, I it's like an origin story, actually, because it's it's almost like it's almost like watching like Spider Man try to figure out how to you know get his webs to come out, you know how to shoot the web or how to stick to walls. So you're still trying. She's still trying to figure out uh, uh, the how, like how to control her her visions, how they come about, like how how is it that. I, you know, you could touch certain objects, nothing happens, but then you touch touch other objects and you see this, that, and the other. You 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 touch this person, you see this, that, and the other. But it's obviously not anytime she touches everybody, right? So it's 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 I think we're gonna dive deep into the powers next season. I hope they do. Um, because I think that that was something that I don't think anybody was truly ready for. If you're a fan of the Adams family, you're she doesn't have powers outside of sarcasm sarcasm. You know, like she's she's not she doesn't have any any powers like that. So it, it, I thought it was actually like you said earlier, it was a fresh perspective on the character. So yeah. all right, what you think, Matt? Yeah, I mean, I mean, pretty much they weren't like um bad at all. You know, I did they 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 serve obviously they served a purpose. Um, I think I, I I like the idea of her um being able to sort of communicate with the past, uh, with uh, what was it with Goody? I believe is how you pronounce uh, her ancestor's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I and with that too, my favorite scene I think was the one where she's playing um not violin but her her cello. Um, that was as the statue was burning down. Um, great scene. Also, the thing, he was also W. You know, definitely the best. Um, I guess the, the best hand you could ever ask for. Um, <laughs> you know, stigmated my boy. I was, my so, I was so I, sad. Yeah, <laughs> that's my that's my dad joke for today. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's a, that's sort of uh, where I stand. The last Stay thing I have that. to say, the last thing I have to say about this is like I'm just glad that this wasn't like OP infamous vibes, but like you figure this out and now every answer you've ever needed is brought through this. Like if anything, all it brought was more questions. It didn't give any clarity, and even when it did, it wasn't clarity that was believed, right? Like it wasn't like nah, mm-hmm. like it, it was taking as face value. So um, I like that. I think if it was more over the head and sort of now I have the key to everything. Like it would have, it would have took away the impact of even her, like being so determined to figure out the story. Like if you mm-hmm. can figure that out on your own, just by whatever the fuck vision tells you what you need to do, it sort of spoils everything. Like that would have been the worst direction that they could have went. So I'm glad they didn't and looking forward to see what they do in season two. Yeah, definitely agree with that. All right, well, I think that about wraps it up. Uh, you guys, go ahead and give your socials out. 
Matt, you first. Me first? All right. You can find me over on uh, Matt underscore T29 uh, over on Instagram, as always. We appreciate your support. Um, and, you know, uh, like I said, we I love doing this uh, with these guys um, week in and week out. And um, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of more interesting sessions to come in the future. Uh, and we'll see you guys in the next episode. Appreciate you. Heck yeah, man. I love that. And I just want to say I hate I hate so much so much how last week's episode wasn't available to you guys just because there's so much like in this episode that we couldn't have even necessarily gone in that way because you weren't <laughs> there for those conversations, right? So um the, the universe has a funny way of working sometimes, but I'm sure moving yeah. forward. Um, we, we've got a lot more proving to do. I think maybe one day we'll, we'll get you to watch the nightmare before Christmas and then get an answer on how you feel about t- Timber and more so. Um, but yes, you could catch me on Instagram at Chris Negron underscore, as well as on Twitter at Negron MMA. Got some big things coming. A new season of the MMA archive coming soon. So I'm really excited for that. Uh, make sure you stay tuned for that as well as just a bunch, a bunch more MMA content throughout the year. I think that's my goal uh, to, to, to have a lot more well, well-rounded content on my socials. So check me out there at Negron MMA. As I mentioned, I'm sitting at 470 now, getting real close, getting real close uh, to that 475. So please uh, continue to show support in that way. And thank you so much uh, for all the support you have given already. So. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And uh, you can follow me at Derek underscore OTS. That's D-E-R-R-I-C-K, the black way to spell it. Um, more so, importantly, um, follow the brand, OTS Media Co., all social media platforms, uh, OTS Media on YouTube. Um, you actually said something, Chris, that actually reminded me, this is the new season of Realish now. So uh, we, we you know reset at the top of the year uh, every year. So this is a brand new season of Realish. So um, uh, this episode went so long. I'm going to end up cutting this. So this, <clears throat> excuse me, this is technically part two. Now that you guys are listening, now you're finishing up. So um, thank you guys for watching and or listening. And we will catch you guys uh, next week. Oh, by the way, you will be seeing Chris a lot more on the show. So, you know, welcome, welcome, welcome to the team, brother. Um, yes, so sir. excited to be here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So thank you guys for watching again and or listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace.